Hello and welcome back to The Brew Interviews, the only show that remembers the entire pokey rap, but forgets their own mom's birthdays. I am Robbie, and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend, Lauren. It is episode 44, and this week we're going to do some brew news where we will talk about the merger between two beer giants, and then we bring back Fave Fives, where we will discuss our favorite toys from the 90s. So grab yourself a beer and your favorite Jazzercise shirt, and join us as we talk all about the 90s. This week on The Brew Interviews. The Brew Interviews, coast to coast, brews, faves, and more with Lauren and Robbie. This week's episode of The Brew Interviews is sponsored by 1-800-EAT-BOOTY, but you will hear more from them later on in the show. For now, Lauren, how you been? Hey, Robbie. Um, I've been uh, I've been just fine. I, uh, let's see, I don't re- even remember what I did this week. I've been on the... On the Thank God. <laughs> I've been on the road working. Um, I finally put something on my butt, so that was fun. <laughs> and that uh, wraps it up for tonight's episode of the Brew Interviews. It was a good time. It was it was fine. I enjoyed it. So you're no longer a hypocrite. I'm no. Well, I wasn't a hypocrite before. I had always said I had never put something yes, on my were. butt, but it, it you shouldn't be ashamed to put something up your butt. And you know I'm not. Yeah, a, but then when I said, but then when I said, he said you should put something up your butt. You go, no, I don't want to do well, that. I just I wasn't ready to. And now and then I and then I, I was ready and it happened and it was just fine. It was fine. I kind of like the play around the butthole. But okay. <laughs> I'm doing good. Well, I was doing good until I had to hear about your butthole experiences. Oh, I'm so sorry, Robbie. Does your family still listen? Because this I is... don't know. I don't know if they listen. Yeah. If they do, they know a lot about me. They know all of it. God, I hope they stop. Yeah. yeah. Um, we don't. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, today is Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day to any of the mothers listening. Um, yeah, whatever mine may be. <laughs> you have no idea. I mean, you were... Raised by wolves, weren't you? So, no, I was. I was left on a doorstep. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that that's the story. Yeah, yeah. that's what they say. Oh, well. Why would you think I was raised by wolves? What about me? Says raised by wolves. Your mustache. I'm a gentleman. Well, I did. I don't have a mustache. Well, th- you do right now. You got some five o'clock shadow hey. going on. Yeah, because I haven't shaved yet today. But that's not. Was that raised by wolves? Anyway? Yeah, but r- wolves are smart and cunning and courageous, and so are you. And they're animals, and they poop in the woods. So do and, you. You know, I don't poop in the woods. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm a pooper. Like I gotta. I need a bathroom. Yeah, I'm the I same. Like I, only, animals. only for emergencies. Oh my god, Robbie, I had to poop so bad during field work this week, and I, from, from some, some, grace, I happened upon a porta potty, and I was like, thank fucking god, because I could not hold it. I got in there, and I started going, and I look up at the ceiling, and there are about four hundred hornets on the roof of this porta potty and I was like, oh nice. no, oh no, hurry it up. Let's go. Let's go quick and get out. Are you talking to your butthole? Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> hurry it up. Like, All right, we need to get this shit under control. Literally, we gotta get this <laughs> shit under control. So <laughs> um but I think uh other than that, other than that I've been pretty good. How about you, Robbie? How have you been? Well I I didn't poop in a porta potty filled with hornets, but wow. um, well you lucked out. I don't like pooping in any public setting. I ha- Oh, I, I'm not a public pooper. It, it has to be an emergency for me to poop in public. Yeah. Yeah. I usually like at like airports. Mm-hmm. I'll like shit right before I fly. That way I don't have to shit at all during the pl- on the plane. I've never shit on a plane. Knock on wood. I've never had to. So oh, I don't know if I ever have either. I don't think I had to poop in the airport once. And it's only because yeah, I woke up yeah. really early for a flight. I'm a morning pooper. So usually right when I wake up, it's like, okay, I'm getting it out. I'm good for the day. Well, most of yep. the times. I sit down, cup of coffee, 
sip the coffee, poop, and sip the coffee. Oh, see, I sip my coffee in the shower after I poop. How do you sip your coffee in the shower? I bring my coffee in the shower with me, and I drink it while I'm showering. Yeah? Do you, like, step out and stick your head out and then do No, that? I turn like, my back to the water so the water doesn't get in it, and then I drink my coffee. That's so inconvenient. No, I understand drinking a beer I dr- in the shower. I don't shower, face like... the water when I shower anyways. I have my back to it. So I, it's not in my face anyways. My my, co- my coffee is far enough away from my my head, the shower head, that it doesn't get in there. Well, now you're just complicating things. Why? I, I like to drink my much. coffee in the shower, Robbie. I like to drink it. I don't want to drink it while I'm pooping. Do it. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't know if I could drink. Brown goes in and then brown comes out. No, that doesn't put a good image in my head. I don't want that. Was your image of me taking a shit? Yeah, it was. Drinking coffee, taking a shit. I know what your bathroom looks like. I can put the whole surroundings there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you shit at all while you were at my place, did you? Oh, I definitely. If I was showering, I was shitting. Oh, did you shit in my shower? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Just mush it down with your foot? (laughs) Yep. You know that smell that you can't get rid of? You're welcome. No. <laughs> There's a smell I can't get rid of. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I, I usually did just when you poop. left. I poop right before I get in the shower, so I turn the water on so it heats up, and I just poop while it, while it heats up. Yeah. Yeah. God, I hate that you pooped in my house. So, Lauren, <laughs> normally I would ask you what you're drinking this week, but um, you know, you lost trivia two weeks ago, uh, two episodes ago, yep, two episodes take, ago, it's been. and by a near I miss. Of, a I near wanted to think miss. of a punishment for her, and I thought. Make her drink something shitty. And I went through all, like, you know, all the crappy beers in my head, the malt beverages, anything you find at, like, a 7-Eleven or, you know, a gas station. And I figured since I just did wine the week before on our zombie episode, Mm -hmm. I'm going to make Lauren drink some shitty wine. And what's shittier than box wine? So I told Lauren to find the cheapest, pretty much, box wine that she could find. And that's what she has to enjoy for this entire episode. She doesn't get to enjoy a nice, tasty craft beer. So what are you drinking, Lauren? Well, Robbie, uh, the cheapest craft beer that I could find at my local price chopper, which is where I stopped today. Cheapest craft beer? Uh, what did I say? Craft beer? The cheapest box yeah, wine. Did. My bad. My bad. Well, you know, I really want to drink some craft beer, but I, I can't. Um, so the cheapest box wine uh, that I could find at my local price chopper was Corbett Canyon from Australia. Corbett Canyon. It's probably Corbet. Cor- Corbet. I don't. Get, I don't care. Make it fancy. It's bo- no fuck that. It's box wine. It's Corbett. Yeah. Um, so it is a Chardonnay. It's from Australia. It says it's an award-winning wine. It stays fresh for six weeks after opening. Uh, there are four bottles in the whole box. Um, and honestly, it, it's not great. I wasn't... Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, I I was not really upset when you said the cheapest box wine because I've had box wine that's cheap and it was just fine. So I was really expecting this to be like really overly sweet, like a really sweet Chardonnay uh yeah for those uh white college girls that like to drink it you know yeah but this um the franzia i i think it's not super cold if it was colder it would be better yeah uh, it's i mean it tastes like a cheap white wine like a just not uh, not a cheap white wine because cheap white wines can be good it just tastes like a bad white wine to be honest <laughs> how much was it 12.99 12.99 yeah i know there are seems... che- i'm sure there are cheaper ones but that was yeah. the cheapest one at the at the store that i went to have you ever had uh, Carlo Rossi? I'm, Comes in those big ass jugs. No, the glass jugs. Oh, you've never. Have you, I I know what you're talking about, and I almost like yeah. I walked by those and I almost te- messaged you and was like, "Can I have this instead?" Because I'm sure it's worse <laughs> than any box wine. That oh, I it's could yeah, it's get. not good. It uh, is not good. But I'm glad I didn't. But I thought that I would make the best of uh, having a drink cheap, cheap boxed 
wine. So I made myself yep. a little charcuterie board to match the um, <laughs> to match the, the flavor palette. the elevation of of how uh, not the elevation the like standard of this wine. So I have some uh, some crackers with. Uh, <laughs> With, those Toll House crackers? They are Toll House crackers, Robbie. Look at that. I have some I Toll House crackers. crackers with uh, pepperoni and cheese whiz. So I'm just going to we'll just put that on there. And it's, and... That's still classier than the shit you're drinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's from Australia. Yep. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You'll probably regret it later on, but whatever. I know. <laughs> I was like, we have to record this today because I have to present at a conference on Tuesday, and I don't want to be wine hungover for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Just big ass sunglasses on. You're just <sighs> presenting with my boss in front of a bunch of people. I'm just like yeah, I yeah. can't at my at my alma mater. My alma mater. Yeah, it's at Ke- <laughs> the conference is at Keene State. So yeah, but you said you said it like you were from Boston. Well, I'm Al- cl- alma mater. That's what I said. No, you said alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> so I can do a Boston accent. Wonderful. It is. Yeah, by accident, I guess. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Well, what are you drinking this week, Robbie? I am drinking something very exciting. Actually, it's kind of exciting. A little bit exciting. I got my second Tavor package recently. Ooh. And it has some cool stuff. And I got this one purely because of the can art. And it fits our topic perfectly. I am drinking Super Duper Double Citra from Thomas Hooker Brewery in Connecticut. Oh, nice. And the the can art. (gasps) Stop it. It looks like the show Double there back in the day. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, it's so cool. That's uh, going to make 8%. for some good pictures. Oh yeah. It's an 8% double IPA, and it's pretty fucking good. It's really juicy. I wasn't expecting that. Really? Yeah. Kind of an orange juicy vibe going on. Yeah, but it looks like orange juice from my end. <laughs> it's just, just enough juicy, but still good, solid IPA. Or double IPA, I guess. Nice. What's the percentage on it? 8%. Oh, Good, good, solid yeah. double IPA percentage. It's it's bitter, just enough bitter. I don't know if it has the IBUs on here. Probably, I uh, I don't find a lot of beers not. have the IBUs on them. It's like the, yeah, it's like they stopped doing it or something. Which is fine. I don't really care, unless it's gonna yeah, be super bitter and I want to know. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. should. Well, what's you. the? Does the scale stop at one hundred for IBUs? I have no idea. I don't remember. Go listen to our IPA episode, Robbie. I I don't know if we even <laughs> talked about that. Pretty solid beer. And the can art is fucking amazing. Yeah, the so. can art's cool. It's awesome. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a little gimmicky, but it's not. It's actually solid beer. Good. Good. Mmm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's so nice to come back after work and just enjoy a nice, delicious craft beer. You know what I'm talking about, Lauren? No, Robbie, I don't know Maybe what the fuck Lord? you're talking about because I'm not enjoying a delicious craft beer. Well, maybe you should have fucking won trivia. I think and you cheated. I think beer. you cheated. I think you counted wrong. What? I think you gave yourself I more points wrong. than you should have. I was stick- no, go back and watch the episode. I can't watch the episode. the episode, Robbie. We don't have video. You got like 10 wrong in a fucking row. I don't care what and you I was, say. And I was guessing a lot <laughs> correctly, so. I know. I should have I I tried harder. I should have tried harder, Robbie. I should have cheated. That's what I should have done. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you'd be totally sitting here drinking opposite. a shitty box wine, and I would be drinking uh, yeah. a delicious beer. Mm, Actually, I was kind of glad that bad. you I didn't have to pick a beer out for today because I didn't have any cans that matched our topic. It doesn't have to match the topic. It does, Robbie. It has to match the topic. Levy. All right. Well. For our Jewish friends. Um, so we have some brew news this week, don't we? We certainly some... do some big brew news actually yes and i think for uh for anyone 
in the craft beer no or even just the regular regular yeah um so sam adams and dogfish head are merging they're 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 going into a 300 million dollar merger yeah that's That's pretty big that's huge well boston beer company not well yeah well all right boston beer company sam adams yeah it's it's basically it's the same thing yeah but i mean that's the name of the company is boston beer company do your fucking research um yeah, and a lot of people are, it's like, it's about half and half I've seen so far that are both upset and excited. Yeah, and I can, I can see both sides of that. Yeah. I can see why people would be upset Skeptical. about it. Yeah, because like Dogfish Head is like a solid, uh, it, it started out as what, the smallest craft brewery like 25 years no ago. And now, yeah. now it's become so huge and they, they have, they're like known for their, like bold unique beers unique beers yeah and sam yeah. Ad- sam adams is a craft brewery um yep, still classified yeah yeah uh and they're both going to still be considered craft breweries <laughs> but it's the biggest craft brewery you know what i mean so it's yeah, like one article i was reading was saying that boston beer company is the second largest well who the fuck is the first largest it, it, it didn't say i was uh, like that doesn't is yingling sound right. is yingling the first no. largest because i think they are considered a craft beer because they they like found a loophole somewhere that if they but that. there's no way that they're bigger than Boston Beer because they only distribute in these coasts. I don't know, Robbie. Boston Beer Company is everywhere, so I don't. I don't know. Either way, but yeah, like a lot of people are really negative about this. I'm like, how is this a negative thing? They both make good beer, Dogfish Head especially, and now that they're teaming up with Boston Beer, that means they can just distribute even further. Which I think is great. I think that it's, it's awesome amazing. that Dogfish Head can get their beer further. Uh, yeah. Like a further reach. Um, I yeah. think that maybe that people are looking at it as more of an acquisition than they are like a merger. It is, <laughs> it is an acquisition. Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, you're not wrong. Um, uh, but Sam they... Adams is like number one, and then Dogfish Head is like way down the list for size wise for craft breweries. So it kind of like they're not bringing a whole lot of money into the deal. You know what I mean? No, but they have so done it... collaborations in the past. Yeah, but I mean, but it, like money wise. It seems more like an acquisition than a merger. Yeah, I think I, I think it could go one of either way. Uh, I hope that Sam Adams doesn't really have too much of an effect on like the the production of like the beer that Dogfish Head is doing. Yeah. Um, but I think that I think that it would be I think it's a good thing. Maybe Dogfish Head will bring something more to Sam Adams because I, I personally am not a Sam Adams fan. Like I I don't really like Sam Adams beer. Yeah. Like I like their summer ale is fine, um, but I would never choose like a Sam Sam Adams Lager. Like I like their IP. If I'm somewhere and their IPA is there, and the rest of my options is like Budweiser and like Heineken or or oh, it's uh, easy, yeah, easy choice, yeah, Twisted Tea. Did you know that Sam Adams, <laughs> that Sam Adams or the Boston Beer Company makes Truly, the hard yeah, seltzer, and they own Twisted Tea. Oh, I knew they own Twisted Tea. Yeah, but yeah, and. I'm hoping. Truly I'm hoping that hard seltzer or whatever. Yeah, which I actually bought, and I think it's pretty good. I like Truly. I drink yeah. that. I have drank it. I've been drinking it. I've been consuming it. But I'm hoping that like maybe Dogfish Head coming into Boston Beer Company will like help improve some of the Sam Adams beer. You know. What I don't I mean? know. I like Sam Adams, so I think they're fine where they are. They have. They know. They know their customer base, and they're successful. Well, like I, I love a Boston Lager. Boston Lager is a good beer. 
I'm it's not. I just. Beer, I don't. Right? I don't particularly care for it. I, if yeah. I had the choice between Sam Adams and a, in a different craft beer, I'd always pick the other craft beer. Did you know the Boston Lager actually conforms to the German beer laws, the German beer beer purity laws that we talked about? Really? Yeah, it actually fits into that category. No, I, I, I thought that was that. pretty interesting, and it still tastes better than most German beers. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> But yeah, that's good. I think it's cool. I think it's a good idea. I don't see a downside to this. I don't think they're going to change. I don't think anybody's going to influence each other too much to where it affects the beer. I hope not. I hope that... I just think helps a distribution. That's all. Yeah. And I think that people might have a negative thought on it because people don't like change. <laughs> they don't want to see their small local craft brewery get to be like a big monster giant. But like, that's like the same thing with Ballast Point. Like, yeah, Ballast Point is now yeah. owned by it like anheuser-busch but it's like yeah. but their beer is still good now they can yeah. now we can just get it on the east coast and it's not just exactly. on the west coast that's like coming yeah. coming from like a small indie band to like a big like rock star for me yeah like that's oh, yeah. the well, same hipster, hipsters are gonna hate it hipsters are gonna well, hate hipsters it hate anything cool i know yeah, yeah that's the definition of a hipster <laughs> they have to hate things they have to hate hate <laughs> things that everybody else loves yeah I'm I'm excited yeah. to see it, and I'm really pissed off that you actually make. Now I'm mad that you making me drink this fucking box wine because I ha- because Why? because I have the Dogfish Head um, Dragon Bear uh, Dragon and Yum Yum good. beer in Save my fridge. Save that shit so when I come and visit. All right, fine. I can, I'll I can see if I can. Buy, I can't maybe get I'll that. maybe I'll find another bottle of it. I'll see if they still have some. Yeah. If not, yeah. I will. I'll be a good friend, and I'll split it with you, Robbie. I'll split that beer with you. I'll split it with you. Have a choice. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So you take Sam Adams, like wonderful traditional beer, and you mix it with Dogfish Head's crazy, weird experimental stuff that always turns out pretty good. I mean, yeah, uh, that that saison de boeuf. Oh yeah, the one I, that... I've talked about it a lot. Like yeah, you have. It's like what is it? Parsley, yeah, parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Mm-hmm. Like Simon Garfunkel song. Still, hands down, to the craziest beer I have ever had. I want to get my hands on Just... some of that. Do you think they'll make it again? Yeah. I don't know. I I only saw it like for that brief time. I don't know if it's a seasonal thing. It must be a seasonal thing, but because it was like it was fall. I think it was fall when I had well, that. That would make sense. Yeah, it didn't taste like a fucking roast chicken dinner in your mouth. Like, it was like, oh yeah, Yum. unique. Oh, but yeah, anyway, but if they bring that sort of craziness, not craziness, but uniqueness, yeah, to Boston Beer Company, that'd be cool. I, Good for both of them. I hope that they keep doing their thing. I hope that they keep uh, being unique and bringing different flavors. Hundred uh, percent to the to the table, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boston Beer Company and Dogfish Head merger gets two thumbs up from me and one gay thumb from Lauren. Yes, yeah. Thumbs. Wait, was that down? You just put it down. Well, I was just I was making it dance, and it just kind of, it got a little out of control. It's not a thumb down. It was just a wild thumb. It's just a wild thumb. <laughs> Is that a name of a porn? I, well. That's my next porn, Robbie. Or it'd be it'd be like it'd be like the name of the porn star and her wild thumbs, maybe. Oh, it'd be like a gay porn. What would your porn name be, Robbie? My like your porn I star know name. This. What is it? D- DJ Big Dick Thug Nasty. <laughs> you notice how I came up with that very quick because because I have had that in mind for a long time. DJ Big, wait, what was it? DJ Big Dick Thug Nasty. <laughs> And how did you come up with this? Was this like the Wu-Tang Clan like uh, name generator? Or? <laughs> no, no I, I don't know. I, it was like five or six years ago. And I just remember having conversations you, with people like, like, what would your, it was like, what would your porn name or your DJ name be? Oh. And I'm like, I got one for both. And I was like, 
DJ Big Dick Dog Nasty. Wow. And it, like, <laughs> you could have your. Me, I know what I'm about. You could have your <laughs> porn, like your first porn movie, like setting in a strip club, and you in like the DJ booth. There's not a DJ booth. There's an MC at a strip yeah, club. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I've never been to it's a strip two club. Two different things. You've never been to a strip club? No. All right. Well, we were gonna go to a strip club one time after a concert, but it was my friend's yeah. birthday, and her fucking. ID expired at midnight, and we got there at 10, 11.30, and the guy wouldn't fucking let us in. Really? Yeah, he's like, oh, your uh, ID's going to expire. She's like, yeah, but I'm way over 21. Like, what? <laughs> She's like, yeah, There's it's going to expire, but <laughs> it expires in half an hour. Let us in for fucking half an hour. I wanted to see strippers. We went and got Chinese food and cried anyway. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's when the- I come home... We'll go to what? Manchester is probably the next, the closest strip clubs, right? Oh, we're not going to Manchester Strip Club, Robbie. We're going to Boston. No, we, you, because you have to start at the bottom and work your way up. You're right. You can't start okay. with the best. No, you need, you need to see them C section scars. You need to see them cigarette burns. <laughs> we should go and to then Winchester you work then. Away. I think that there's a, uh, one in Winchester? Strip club. I think there's one under like a, a convenience store that like is kind of a secret. That's super convenient. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, right? We can go upstairs, get some snacks, go downstairs. We get can use that snacks. for our dollar bills. <laughs> snacks. <laughs> snacks. Did you ever see that vine? Yeah, I love that vine. The little girl snacks. <laughs> wow, what is happening? All right, Lauren obviously needs another glass of wine. Actually, Danny's refilling it for me right now. Oh, good. Good. That's why I keep her around. She's the best. She, she's your wine bitch. Thanks, boo. <laughs> yeah, she's my wine Call- bitch. She's taking go, one of my it. crackers with cheese whiz and payment. Yeah, as payment. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't need to go anywhere. I have a full glass right here. What up? All right. We don't need to take a pointless beer break. Yay. Wine break, actually. Thank you. Yeah, whatever. Now we're going to dive into our main topic of the night, something we are very excited about. As we grew up in the 90s. Yes. We're going to do a fave fives of our favorite. Well, yeah, I guess they are 90s toys. All mine are 90s toys anyway. Yeah, I made sure that I, the toys that I put on there came out in the 90s. Yeah, see, I had to do a little not bit of research just... too. Because some mm-hmm. of them like, got like re-released or like things I played with were obviously not from the 90s. Like, I loved Slinkies as a kid. I don't know why. But those came out in like, awesome. the 50s. I know. Yeah. They came out like the Le- 50s. Well, Legos. Like, count. like my first thought was like, okay, yeah. Legos has to be on my list. But those came out in 1949. 70s? So... <laughs> Uh, I think well, I think the the ones we know now were like sixties or seventies. Yeah, but th- like that, I didn't put on there. There were some other toys that I didn't put on my list because yeah. I was like, yeah, I played with them, but like these aren't they're not nineties toys. Your parents are really old though. They probably had the uh, the 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 wheel with the stick, and you got to hit the. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the wire I wheel. Mean, I might have. <laughs> you probably. <laughs> I bet your dad's got one in the garage right now. Everybody does. I know we have a croquet set in the garage. <laughs> oh, croquet is different. I mean, th- you know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah, like the I fucking know. 1800s. Like, <laughs> your, mom, your your dad's just like, I'm going to go outside and take the old loop for a spin. Like, what are you talking about? Actually, I went home today uh, to see my mom for Mother's Day, and I was talking to yeah. her. I was like, like, do you remember any toys that I used to play with that I like really liked that like maybe I didn't remember? She was like, and uh, we were going through some, some things, and she's like, I found like a little Etch-A-Sketch. And she yeah. was like, oh, yeah, you used to play with that all the time. I think you had mine from when I was a kid. And I was like, well, that's <laughs> not from the 90s. <laughs> no, yeah, it just gets really old. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going to go over our top five toys as a kid in the 90s. Yeah. Lauren, what's your what's your number five? Um, So my number fives, uh, number fives. <clears throat> edit that, edit that out. <laughs> yeah, edit that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, So my number five is uh, Easy Bake Oven. 
Wow. Yeah. I mean, I was a dude, so I didn't have one, but yeah. They make boy ones. They make boy No, we had one. We had a weird one where it was like gummies. They were like gummy worms and shit. I had that that on a list to talk about because I wanted one of those so fucking bad. I was like, yeah, because I love love gummies and I love my easy bake oven. I wanted to make gummies. I was like, if I fucking convince my mom to get this for me, I can eat gummies forever. Like, forever she, she never got me one so i i don't think i had one i i don't even know if my sister had an easy bake oven i don't think she did i loved it i loved easy bake ovens i bake shit yeah. all the time i love cooking yeah she still she still uses it you know what i mean <laughs> oh is that how she makes like dessert for christmas or who your sister my sister doesn't didn't have an easy bake oven i was talking about you oh me yeah yeah no i don't know where it is god joke fail yeah well my bad <laughs> obviously it wasn't delivered properly robbie it was delivered perfectly you just for some reason associated it with my sister even though i said she never had one well i don't know i wasn't really listening i know <laughs> <laughs> normal oh no all right robbie yeah, so we'll... easy bake oven when, when did it come out though do you know at all i i have no idea i was gonna look up all the the dates that these came out There's a lot... then i didn't easy bake oven is a lot older than the 90s oh no is it I think it is. I think there are a lot of iterations of it. Like the one oh. where I'm thinking of is like that pink and white one or whatever. Yeah, that's that the one I had. Yeah, that's the one that came out in the 90s, but I think it's from the 80s. Fuck. All right. Well. I don't remember though. I can change my answer. I'm not going to change my answer. I love the no, Easy Bake fine. Oven. I like you're the fine. 90s iteration of the Easy Bake Oven. 90s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How about you, Robbie? What was your number five? So my number five is it's, it's not a specific company or anything like that or a specific toy. Uh-huh. But it was huge in my childhood in the 90s. And it's just the generic dinosaur toys. Oh, like the ones I... that I just posted in those pictures that I had? Yeah, but like the higher quality ones that my mom oh. would buy me from like museums and shit. They were really nice. I still oh, have... Schlick. Schlick makes them. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah, because your store used to sell yeah, them. Yeah, my store used to sell yeah. them. I had a bunch of those. I was obsessed with dinosaurs as a kid. Oh, same. And yeah, and so I just had a shitload of dinosaur toys. I just remember playing with those constantly. And I think actually now, well, no, my mom didn't give them to my nephew, but when he comes over to my parents' place, my nephew plays with them. Yeah. And my mom's like, these were Uncle Robbie's toys. <laughs> he, try, he tries to take them home, and my mom's like, no. Smack. You, can't, you can't have those yet. Yeah. Roll up newspaper. <laughs> but Child abuse. Like, I like I had the big-ass, like, T-Rexes and Triceratops and Stegas. Like, I, I had the big ones on them. I didn't yeah. realize how expensive those things were until yeah, now. I'm like, I know. I look at the toys that I had, and I was like, oh, my God, my mom spent a fucking fortune. <laughs> yeah, they didn't eat because of you, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so dinosaur toys, not much to talk about there, but dinosaur toys. Hey. Everybody loves dinosaur toys. Um. So for my number four, I, I didn't have this on my list, but then I asked Robbie if we could put video games on there, and he said yes. So uh, my number four is Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color. Yes. Oh, yeah. Loved my Game Boy Color. Played so much Pokemon on my Game Boy Color. So much Pokemon. So I'm just going to group Pokemon and Game Boy Color together. (laughs) They just, they're all at my number four. (laughs) Yeah. I think about all the, like, like the amount of hours I've put into certain video games. Oh my God, yes. And there's, and there's a lot of them up there that are like a lot of hours. And I'm like, none of these compare to the hours that I have put into Pokemon games. Seriously. Not even close. Like, I was so upset. I, I'm pretty sure I fake sick a few times just so I could stay home and play Pokemon yeah. and beat the Elite Four. Like, <laughs> I was like, I, I just... got here. I fucking have to beat them. I can't go to school, Mom. I have to beat the Elite Four. I didn't even care about beating them. I just, like, just 
training Pokemon. It was awesome. Well, once Good I time. beat the Elite Four, then that, you don't really have anything else to do. So then I went back and tried to catch all the Pokemon and like yeah. train them and evolve them and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Game Boy Color, man. God damn, I love my Game Boy Color. I still have mine. I still have it. Yeah. I I let yeah. use some of my Pokemon games a few years back, too. Yeah, you let me borrow Red, I think. Yeah. yeah. Red version a while back, yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Robbie? What's your number four? <sighs> my number four is my WWF wrestling figures. Oh my. I loved wrestling as a kid. I still I still like it now, but I like it more for the like the athleticism more than anything. Um but I had I didn't have a lot of wrestling figures, but I had I had a Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh-huh. I had a Kane figure. Uh-huh. And I think I had an Undertaker figure figure. Those are three and people would, that I know, Robbie. I know, right? And I would put Kane is my favorite wrestler of all time. But and I would play with those constantly as a kid because wrestling was fucking awesome. I was and it was back in the days it. of like, yeah, like ECW and WCW and WWF. It was oh, good time. Good time to be alive. There but, was something other than WWF? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of territories. Oh. Uh, WCW World Championship Wrestling was their big rival back in the late 90s until they bought them out. ECW was Extreme Championship Wrestling. It was actually, it was more of like a, an indie promotion and it was more extreme standard for extreme championship wrestling i remember as a kid sneaking downstairs at night to watch ecw because it was on like weird channels at like really late at night because it was it was like it was kind of taboo back in the day when it first got on the air uh-huh. and like we only had two tvs in the whole fucking house and it was in the living room and then the basement where my dad always oh, I only had you know, one was during the day yeah and so I would sneak downstairs in the basement and I would watch, I would watch old ECW <laughs> shows. So when you were watching yeah. wrestling, I was watching Bunny House or Roseanne. That was... What the fuck is Bunny House? It's the, the like, sex house in the... See, what? When I was oh, a kid. Oh, oh, oh. That's, that was in the 90s? <laughs> well, I maybe. Maybe it was the 2000s. I don't remember. Huh. When did I get a TV? I was 10 when I got a TV. <laughs> yeah. So it must have been Just 2000s, wait for those, uh... right? <laughs> Just wait for those Girls Gone Wild commercials to come on late at night. You know? I never I never watched the girl. We didn't get oh. those channels. It was like Comedy Central. I didn't get Comedy Central, Robbie. I might have. It I wasn't shows. watching that. It shows. See, yeah. you had to go. If I went above channel 40, I think it was like channel 60, 62, had like a fuzzy, like late at night, they had the fuzzy Girls Gone Wild commercials on it. Yeah. <laughs> Just play a little downstairs DJ to those. Well... I don't know. I didn't. get it. Yeah. No, I know what DJing I, is, yeah. Robbie. Downstairs DJ. Everybody I don't have to. Fingering. <laughs> For the people that don't know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Lauren, what is your number three? My. Favorite 90s toy. My number three uh, favorite 90s toy was Polly Pockets. Polly Pocket. And yep. Actually, today when I went home, I was like, Mom, do you have any of my Polly Pockets uh, as a kid because I want them to take pictures with and she's like take the whole fucking bin take the whole fucking bin take it away take it out of my attic I don't want it in my house anymore finally we got some more boxes out Dave <laughs> like so I so have, have a bunch of Polly Pockets I have a fucking entire bin of Polly Pockets in my living oh my room God. right now I love that shit and we oh. I opened up I was going through I was like oh shit I remember this one this is my favorite look you open this and you open that and this comes out and this goes there and this and you and you push the garage and a car comes flying out I <laughs> loved Polly Pockets and I remember oh, yeah. when because my dad uh, announces at the racetrack during the summer the like car racing um, yeah 
I used to go every weekend because I could. Uh, and so I would play downstairs in the tower, but they had this like half built wall. So like it was drywalled halfway up and then the other side just dropped down for like three floors. So, <laughs> so I would play with my Polly Pockets like on the edge of that. I lost pounds, pounds of Polly Pockets just over <laughs> pounds the of Polly Pockets. Just fucking over the edge of that thing. I'm sure whenever they tear that thing down and they like redo it, they're just going to find a pile of Polly Pockets at the yeah. bottom of this fucking race announcing tower. <laughs> <laughs> Polly Pocket. They had a boy version too. It was like um, Max, Mad Max's something. That sounds familiar. Power Max, some some fucking little toy like that. They kind of had a. I didn't play with them too much, but they were. I remember the. I love the shit out of those because they were so easy. Yeah. I think my mom loved yeah. them because you they literally fit in your pocket. You can carry the little yeah. ones around. Yep. I think they did like a McDonald's series of them at some point because I they have a bunch of little so ones. Many. They did so many Polly Pocket things. Mm, it was mm-hmm. ridiculous. I have ones that are like watches. Like there's like a little yeah. koala head you open. Yeah. Ah, fucking loved Polly Pockets. See, I had the micro machines. I don't know what that is. Which the, were the they were the tiny little cars. It was like Matchbox cars or Hot Wheels cars, but they were tiny. Oh. And like you opened up like the one I had was a giant van. I think it was a van or a truck. And you opened it up like the the van was the case. And you opened it up, and it opened up into, like, a whole city with a track and towers cool. and all that stuff. You, you re- I still remember that toy. I wish I still had that, but... Oh, that... Yeah, I that's, See, I, that's something that I would have played with, because I have yeah. so many fucking Hot Wheels cars that, like, yeah, I used I, to play I with still as a have, kid. I think I still have my Hot Wheels stuff, like, somewhere in my house, at, back in my parents' place. Oh, I definitely... In my in that yeah. Polly Pocket bin that I have, we opened up, there's, like, a fire truck in there. My mom's like, see, yeah. she played with these things, too. <laughs> <laughs> You were so gay. I was so gay, Robbie. So gay. Everyone knew it. All right. Me. My number three is kind of like your number f- five or whatever you did. Um, I put down Pokemon cards slash games. Yeah. Basically Pokemon everything because we grew up in the 90s and it was the biggest fucking thing since, you know, Jesus. So I think it's bigger than Jesus, honestly. It is probably a little bit bigger than Jesus. I still have my Pokemon cards. Oh, I um, definitely still have my. Sit, Danny and I were looking cases. at them the other night. Yeah, there you go. Um, I got rid of my Pokemon games a long time ago, um, but every once in a while I'll still find them at yard sale stuff and I'll buy them, but I sell them really quickly, so I don't oh, worry no. about keeping them, but uh, <laughs> they're easy flips, man. Oh, I can imagine. I would, if I, I still have all of my old Pokemon games, all my old yeah. Pokemon cards. I, and I'm not going to lie, I play Pokemon Go right now, so. You, oh my God. <laughs> I never got into Pokemon Go. I was like, this is fucking stupid. Oh no. The like, first, the first thing of it so dumb and then danny started playing it a couple weeks ago and i started playing so i started playing it. She, <laughs> i was pokemon like well, you're go playing that all right you convinced me i'll download it like Ugh, <laughs> no. i will never play that if i'm gonna play pokemon i'm gonna pop in the old pokemon games oh i still do that too them. though i know i know they're making a new one for the nintendo switch yeah and that, that that might make me buy a switch <laughs> don't they already have one out really good don't they already have it it's it's not like a real Pokemon game. Oh, okay. It's like Hey You Pikachu and Hey You Eevee. It's not a real Pokemon game. Oh. But this is like a, the old school, like you walk around and oh, uh, train I'll, gyms and stuff like I'm that. I'm 100% buying a Switch then. Yes. But yeah. Look it, look it up online. It's pretty good. Um, Did but, you uh, ever have like any... like Sword and Shield. Did you have any uh, other Pokemon, like for other systems? Like the... Did you have any for Nintendo 64? Yeah, I had Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. They were okay, but I, it was kind of like Mario Party but with Pokemon, which was fun, but... Yeah, I like the mini games were fun. Yeah, that's about all I did. Most of the time was the mini games. Did you play the Pokemon Snap at all? Yep. 
I, I own Pokemon Snap right now. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. I have it right now. It's it's a lot shittier of a game than I remember. <laughs> I know. And you could never get the fucking picture of a Mew. You could never fucking get it. Oh yeah. I There's think so many, that like, it was secrets rigged. to that game. Nah, people kill that game now. It's pretty fucking easy. But oh, this is boring. Maybe if I go back and play it, I'll be able to do it. Yeah. Do you remember the kiosks that they had where you could put in your memory card and you could print off the pictures that you took? No. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, those are pretty cool. I think they had them at, was it Blockbuster? Or like video game rental stores could rent those units and you could pay to have those pictures actually cool. printed out. I had yeah. a I had a Pokemon camera. Like it was a it was a film camera, but it was yeah. it like the the nozzle the nozzle the the uh, nozzle the lens. <laughs> Thank you. The lens of it was a Pokeball, and the, yeah. the the clicky thing to take the picture was a Diglett, and there was like a Pikachu on it. And every time you like it had an imprint on it, so when you took a picture, it would have a border of like a bunch yeah. of Pokemon. I have five hundred thousand pictures that are just of nothing <laughs> with that yeah. fucking border on it. I think I had that too. It was awesome. It sounds familiar. I think huh. I still have it somewhere. I'll yeah. Some somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. You gotta right. finish that song. No. Yeah. What is your number three? Three? Are you on two? What no, I'm fuck? on two. You're on two. Yeah. Do I? Okay, we'll do number two. Then I'll take a beer break, and then we'll do. And then we'll do our ones. top game. Our top toy. Top. Well, now we top no. toy. All right, top toy. We'll do our top toy. All right, so my number two is Bop It. Bop It. Twist It. Spin It. Yeah. No, I, not the spin it. Was Bop It 90s? Twist it. Yeah, Bop It came out in the 90s. Did it? Okay. The, I don't, the I don't first really edition. Out, but... I don't like... I'm not really a big fan of all the other ones that came out, but I was real fucking good at Bop It. I love that one. Because you could do it with the with the the sound that or the, the voice that was like, Bop It. Twist It. Yeah. Pull It. Ow! Like when you fucked up. But you could also do it by the sound. Like, it would make yeah. a sound like you could do it that way. I was fucking awesome at Bop It. I love that shit. Did you put that on your, like, your Tinder profile? Like, <laughs> Bop It expert. Well, or, if no, I no, ever no. have to make one again, it's definitely going to be top it. of the list. Yeah. Bop It aficionado. <laughs> Bop It aficionado. Can I put that on my resume? <laughs> yeah, sure. If somebody put that on a resume that I was looking at, I'd be like, top of the list. Fucking interview this <laughs> bop person. It Tell them to bring their Bop It. <laughs> i need proof i need, I need proof. proof of this skill <laughs> yeah um, i had a bop it i think i had the first two versions of bop it i don't know why that thing was i didn't care for it too much i loved bop it i loved my bop it it would like it would like go off in the middle of the night when you're sleeping for some reason because it would like the toy would like fall over in your toy box or whatever and I'd be like bop it and you're like shit <laughs> and then you wouldn't do anything and it would make that terrible sound that when you lose yeah. ow yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the worst Ugh, nightmare of a toy i remember um i was i think in my music class when i was in like elementary school like we just had like a bop it day like they brought in a bunch of bop it's and we all fucking played it was awesome what hippie weird school did you go to? I went to Chesterfield Elementary and Middle School. <laughs> Y'all, we got some boppets. K through eight. This is also the school that went, the entire school that went out on the front lawn and we all did the Macarena and then we went back in the school. That's. So my number two. <laughs> oh. uh, my number two probably is an obvious one to, to you, maybe some people. And that is my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles action figures i was wondering when they were gonna show up on your list yeah um they had a bunch of them i didn't have a lot of them i had the turtles themselves and like the occasional offshoot one because they made so many weird different versions of each turtle 
Did you ever have the Mexican one? The, the Mexican <laughs> one. I don't know if it was called that, but no, I did not. I didn't have a lot of, I didn't have the like special ones really. It's like the I most racist the, teenage mutant. Yeah, yeah. Know? I think I had like Bebop and Rocksteady when they eventually made them and stuff like that. But I played with those toys so much. And to get even more 90s, my mom would go to jazzercise classes. Stop and, it. And yeah. And while she was jazzercising, um, I would play with my Turtles figures and I would play with my friend Kevin, who he was like, the rich family they got all the turtles figures you know what i mean he had yeah. everything like the ve- the vehicles and the weapons and we would just play turtles for hours while they did their jazzercise thing it felt like hours but it was probably like 40 minutes you know what i mean but it's a um, half an hour long class <laughs> yeah right um but yeah i loved those turtle figures i still have turtles figures lauren's been in my place i think she's seen them they're in like half... literally half the pictures <laughs> that you post <laughs> all my stuff is turtles i love turtles speaking of ninja turtles um uh cam from wreck my podcast actually sent me some art that he drew himself of one of the turtles yes it's so like, cool it's cool. very it cool. is it's really good so thank you for that cam 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 the man yes cam the man. he's yeah. awesome so his was, art is beautiful yeah. yeah it was really good i'm like i might get some crayons and just color it in purple to make it donny just for me but you know what <laughs> with I mean. crayons are you gonna use rose art crayons i the 90s? love cra- i'm gonna use crayola okay well i i was just I'm a purist up a shitty crayon okay i'm i didn't have shitty crayons i'm just i'm saying my parents had jobs my parents had jobs (laughs) my parents could afford crayola motherfucker fucking bitch we had the sharpener too in the box that came in the bottom of the box yeah yeah. you were like the hit of fucking class if you had that fucking sharpener yeah you know who had that sharpener me not you no i (laughs) I had the sharpener. I had the sharpener. But yeah, my your parents fucking... are really artsy fartsy. Yeah, but then my my mom probably got it at a fucking yard sale. I wouldn't know the difference. Half of them are just like half chewed crayons. And... <laughs> my fucking child brain was like, "Oh, how'd they get the sharpener in here?" So I ripped the box open, like trying. To... <laughs> I'm like, "Where do all the shavings go?" <laughs> Such a destructive child. I know. Well, no, I like to know how things work. So I was just tearing shit open all the time. I had I cleaned my room once and i just found bits once and just once guys in her entire life and i fucking believe it no yeah but seriously <laughs> seriously ask yeah. Allie. she helped me i'm i'm surprised she's even alive after seeing my room <laughs> i was like Allie, you want to help me clean my room after before i go to college she's like yeah she came over she's like i'm just gonna sit in the corner you can do it i just have a panic attack <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the sound she made the whole time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> but I found so many bits and pieces of toys because I would just take everything apart. <laughs> like a fucking serial killer. Oh, no. All right. So what is your number two toy of all time? I already said it, Robbie. It's Bop It. We're got to take a fucking Fuck. beer break. Get your shit together. I'm so, I'm so used to like, who started? You started, I right? started. That's probably why I'm throwing myself off because usually, usually I start. start. So it, Yeah, I think so. Oh. Well, you should have you let me ask you then, Robbie. No, it's okay. I don't care that. All right. Well, listen, yeah. you need a beer break. I'm Equality. pretty much. <laughs> don't roll your eyes when you say that. I did it. I just looked up by accident. You're like, somebody moved upstairs and the sound distracted yeah. me. Equality. Equality. I. All right. Let's uh, let's take a beer and wine break. Ready? Go. Beer break. Go. <laughs> switch rolls. There. I liked it. Do you like eating? Do you like booty? Mm. Then you need to call 1-800-EAT-BOOTY. Booty. 
At 1-800-EAT-BOOTY, you can experience a one-at-one intimate session with one of our highly trained and highly sexy booty-eating specialists. Whether you call it eating booty, analingus, sucking the sewer pipe, or playing the rusty trombone, it doesn't matter. We can assist you in all your booty needs. That's 1-800-EAT-BOOTY. And if you call now and use our special safe word brew interviews, the first five minutes are totally free. That's safe word brew interviews. Come join us and maybe eat some booty. And we are back from our beer break. I got a brand new beer. But first, I'm going to rate my first beer. First, I'm going to rate my... What? We're going to rate our first I'm going to rate my beer that I had previously before this one, which was initially the first before my second Wow, say that ten times fast. Right. What a tongue twister. So I drank Super Duper Double Citra from Thomas Hooker Brewery. It's an 8% double IPA. It was good. It was a really nice, simple double IPA that you can just pick up and drink. Like, like it's not bad. It's not a, obviously a sink pour, but it's like right in the middle. It's right in the middle. Like a solid, solid three? three. Yeah, yes. a solid three. Yes. I would definitely get this again. I've never even heard of this brewery, by the way. I never mentioned that, but... Uh, well, I honestly only know of like two Connecticut breweries, yeah. two roads in Labyrinth, and that's it. Yeah. And then Thomas Hooker Brewing. Where in <laughs> Where in Connecticut are they? Does it say? Bloomfield. Bloomfield. I have no idea where that yeah, is. Yeah, I've never heard of them. But I th- yeah, is it near Danbury? Three. I don't know. I said I don't know where the fuck Bloomfield yeah, is, right, and you right. asked me if it's near another place that I don't know where it is. <laughs> I don't know where anything in Connecticut God is. Damn. So, do you want to rate your wine, or do you want to uh, wait? Um, I mean, I'll rate it. It's... Can you rate it? We got two. We're gonna have two wine ratings, Laura. Why two wine ratings? The oh, because of yours. Week this week. All right. Well, yours is one hundred percent better than mine. <laughs> so this is um, it's a Chardonnay. Uh, it tastes like alcohol. It tastes honestly, it tastes like wine flavored vodka. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little bubbly. It's boozy. No, it's not bubbly at all it's just boozy and a little grapey and uh there are hints of uh oak and tannins and uh <laughs> <laughs> does it just grape you right in the mouth it grapes me right in the mouth um, right in the mouth just hold you down and grape you oh robbie <laughs> <laughs> what um, we're talking about wine <laughs> it's sweet but it's boozy and it's just I don't have a I don't have anything against cheap wines because I think some of the best wines are cheap wines, uh, but this one is not a good cheap wine. I've had bottles of wine that are cheaper than this that are much better. So I'm going to give this a. Uh, <laughs> the fuck was that, Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Just ignore me. <laughs> I can't. I can't when you do that shit. So what do you give it? Um, it's getting better as I drink it, but that's probably because it's wine and I'm getting intoxicated. I would give this a 1.5. 100% better box wines out there. For my second beer, I'm drinking a very interesting one that I've been wanting to try for a while now. I am drinking Peach Cobbler. It's an ale with peaches, vanilla, cinnamon, and lactose. It is from Braxton Labs. I forgot where it's from already. Kentucky. It is wow. from Kentucky. Is this our first Kentucky yeah. beer? It might be. I'm signing um, up for Tavor. Four, yeah, right. It is a 4.5%, and they call it a dessert Berliner Weiss. Oh, my God. I want that. Yeah. So, I got to say. Here, I'll show you the can real quick. Oh, it's nice and simple. It kind of reminds me of um, 
if if Burlington Beer Company did a very yeah. simple label, that's what it right. would look like. So one weird thing about this beer I've noticed so far, the smell. What's the smell like? It, it's my initial like thought of the smell of this beer was when you open up a can of tuna fish. No, I don't like that at all. It is fucking crazy. It is just like like you can kind of get cinnamon, you can kind of get kind of get peaches. How does that remind you of tuna fish, Robbie? Because the smell, the main smell, almost smells like a can of tuna fish. It's really crazy. It smells like tu- It smells like fish. No, it, it smells like tuna fish, like that processed in a can. Like it's metallic-y? Weird. No, it smells like tuna fish. I, Robbie, it's so weird. you can't it's say so it weird. smells like tuna fish and then I say, does it smell like tuna? No, does it smell like fish? You didn't no, say it smelled smell like tuna. You said it smelled like something else. Fish. Tuna is a fish. Yeah, but it's not metallic-y. Well, that's the only other thing that fish. I would think that something in a can would smell like. Anyway, it smells kind of like tuna. <laughs> but it tastes when like you taste it. Yeah. When you <laughs> taste it, it, you definitely get the cinnamon, which is very nice. Peach is very subtle, which is kind of unfortunate because I like peach. Yeah. But this is actually one of the few beers brewed with lactose that doesn't taste like it. You know how that kind of has that really? mouth feel, like that sticky, like. Yeah, that's. Sticky. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, know how to yeah. explain it, but. I, but well, it, you make that, that that sound and that face, and everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's not bad. The taste is way better than the smell. It's really low percentage. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad beer. Not a bad beer. Well, good. Work on the smell a little bit, guys, but yeah, it's not bad. Can you make it through the whole can? Yeah, easily. Wonderful. That's good yeah. news. All right. Good news. Good news. That's some good, good news, news right from there. The bros. Oh, yeah. That's some good bro news. Nope, now you no? fucked it up. All right. Well, I tried. Yeah. It's the only accent I can do, Robbie. I have to milk I it for know. all it's worth. I know. So we're going to get back to our top 90s toys, our fave fives. We are on number one. Lauren, what's your number one 90s toy? You don't want to guess it, Robbie? It is uh, Super Nintendo. Oh, you uh, are so close. Benoit Balls. Um, no, that's my favorite toy of the 2000s. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the the aughts um i was close with super nintendo yeah is it did n64 technically come out in 99 yeah i think right. so you cheating there but yeah okay. i'm not <laughs> cheating it's a 90s toy <laughs> did it come out in nine should we double check the date do i need to you change can, you can i thought it was 99 maybe i think it's but... time out time out so we can do a research break Nineteen ninety six, motherfucker. Ninety six. Mm-hmm. September twenty sixth, nineteen ninety six. Wow, that's a lot earlier than I thought. They were first sold in North America on September twenty sixth, nineteen ninety six, though having been advertised for the twenty ninth. Maybe I just got we just got ours way later than that. <laughs> sounded like. I think I got mine pretty close to when it came out. Yeah. Well, ninety six. I would have been five. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. I think you're I got mine. Young. I think I got mine when I was, because the TV was still on the other side of the living room. I think I, <laughs> I think I got mine in 98, 97 or 98. Yeah. Because my neighbors had one. Yeah. Um, And I was just like, Justin just always fucking was playing either Zelda or Mario Kart. And I was just like, this is the best fucking thing on the entire planet. And so I think my mom got me one for Christmas, so. 
Oh, aren't they nice? Yeah, my parents are the fucking best, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to a store in, um, oh shit, it wasn't, no, not Burlington. Um, it was in Vermont, but I remember going to the store with my dad and buying the grape purple N64, and he bought me the um, orange controller. Aww. I had the yeah. regular one, and I had the purple. I had the c- purple controller. Yeah. The purple controller and the gray controller. And then one summer, uh, I think maybe four, four or five years ago, I was yard sailing, and some fucking yard sale had an orange controller, a green controller, Mario Kart, and uh, two or three other games, and a Nintendo 64. And they were like, oh, yeah, do you want this for 10 bucks? And I was like, which one for 10 bucks and they're like oh all of it and i was just like yes yeah yeah i want it i want it for (laughs) ten dollars thank you (laughs) controllers were double that the the control the fucking system and and i'm so happy because the one of the cords for my original one yeah shit out so now i have some backup pieces that i've been like replacing them with you can buy those online for two bucks yeah Yeah, but i got it for nothing (laughs) i know it was great. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, great. I love my Nintendo 64. I still have it. I still play it. I just played it in February. <laughs> and I was in February. I, three months ago, I played it. Well, three months. When was the last time you played Nintendo 64? I don't play N64 as much because I, I play the other ones more. Well, the Nintendo 64 and my PlayStation are the only ones that I have hooked up right now. Yeah. I don't you, have room you, for the other you don't, ones. You don't. Shut you up, have Robbie. Plenty of, room. plenty of room. I don't have the space on my shelves to put them. <laughs> you make fucking room. All right, my number one. Yeah, Robbie, what do you, you tell me you. What was that sentence? You tell me you. You tell me you. It's a therapy fucking. All right. <laughs> my number one 90s toy of all time is my Game Boy Color. For Lauren, it was what, number four or five? It was number four. Yeah, my Game Boy Color was my life. I had the special edition Pikachu one. It was yellow. It came with oh. yellow version. It was the bomb. I remember so many good memories playing yellow version with my cousin he had like blue version or something and like every family get together that's all we would do was just play pokemon all the way up until like silver gold version i love and, those yeah so many good memories i'm pissed that i got rid of it a long long time ago but game boy color we already talked about it so many hours just spent forever <laughs> on forever this thing. ever yeah i went through yep. so many fucking batteries robbie i'm sure that like the whole oh, yeah. global warming thing is just because of game boy color oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. i i remember i was playing yellow version and i saved it saved my game and i stopped and like had dinner or something did something but my family was over like my mom's side of the family and my aunt Susie started up my game boy and started a brand new game i would have lost my fucking <laughs> shit oh. I'm pretty sure I cried. I don't really remember, but I remember her doing that. And she saved. Like, if she didn't save, it wouldn't have been a problem. But she saved. And I just remember being so fucking pissed off. I'm like, this is why our whole family doesn't like you now. Do you see how red my face is? How fucking... I'm so <laughs> mad. I'm so mad for you right now. That happened to me once. I was I was playing... A, I was, like, playing... Uh, it must have been on my Game Boy Advance. Because the game cartridge was was sticking out a little bit. But I was playing Pokemon and I was like, I was, I was just about to beat the Elite Four, just about to do it. Like one more hit, it would have been done. And we were like visiting friends and the, the, the guy who, who was like the friends of the people 
that, that doesn't make sense, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Keep going. He like he was like, "Why don't you put that down and like interact with us?" And I was like, "I will in one like literally five minutes. Like I will put this <laughs> down, and then I'm you have my full attention. But I'd have to do this." And he reached over and he pulled the game out. Oh, what a dick! He just pulled it right out, and I was like, "I think that I like left the room and like cried. I was like so fucking mad." Is he dead now? I hope he's dead. No, he's a he's a good guy. He, he, just, he didn't understand. Fuck that guy. I hope he gets canceled. <laughs> I was that, so, fuck that guy. That's it's so fucked. Well, he's like my parents' age. He doesn't get it, but <laughs> <laughs> I would have hit a parent. I don't give a shit. Pull up my game mid elite four. I was probably like twelve. When did it yeah. when did the Game Boy Advance come out? I don't even know. I don't know. Like who the fuck do you think you are? And you slap him in the face. <laughs> you're, my, you're my bitch. That's what you are. He's a he's a big guy it wouldn't Still have worked out it. i was a small small punch gangly him. child punch him right in the beanbag <laughs> right i don't hit fuck guys him. in the i don't hit guys in the balls that's mean fuck them no it's justifiable depending on the situation yeah when you pull the game cartridges out of like fucking game boy advance <laughs> yeah. when you're just about to beat the elite four you goddamn monster oh man <sighs> so there it is our fave five 90s toys of all time let us know in the comments what your favorite 90s toys were yeah, I'm sure we'll make fun of you and stuff like that because they're not as cool as ours. We do have some honorable mentions in a way, but really we're just going to name off a bunch of toys that we had as kids Damn and skippy. brag about it for a few minutes. Yeah. So my first kind of honorable mention is Street Sharks. I had the Street Sharks toys and I had the puppets, the big puppets, the plastic ones. I fucking love that show. Yeah, they were huge. I love the action figures. I yep. like the show. Street Sharks was awesome. You know what I remember about Street Sharks? The fucking Sharks. gummies. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Street Shark gummies. <laughs> I like the mm-hmm. white ones and the blue ones. They were the best ones. <laughs> yep. Tree sharks. I All made right. my mom. Get, my mom never bought me gummies because she's a fucking dietitian. But I was like, you fucking are going to buy me these gummies. <laughs> Is that and what I, you said at like nine years old? You and f- I, fucking bitch. And buy I won't throw gummies. a tamper tantrum in the middle of this grocery store. Do you understand uh, yeah. me, woman? <laughs> I will shit in the bread section. I will do it. I will poop in the freezer and somebody will have to clean that. <laughs> That's the joke I just made. Congrats. Congrats your honorable mention. <laughs> I was just playing off it. Sorry. So my <laughs> my first honorable mention was uh, Power Wheels. You know, the, they're like the little Jeeps uh, that kids get. I was poor. We didn't afford those. Oh, well, my yeah. mom, I guess I went to like uh, one of our family friend's birthday parties and her son, like the, the lady's son had one. And him mm-hmm. and I just drove that motherfucker around all, all day. All day. All day. I have pictures of me. Like, looking over my shoulder like this. I'll post them on Instagram so people can see. Please don't. Please don't. I'm going to do it. My mom was like, that's her first boyfriend. And I was like, I wanted to drive the car. Obviously, he wasn't my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I All love right, Power Wheels. One. But my parents bought me one. End of story. I drove that rich, thing to the ground. Uh, my next one, I don't know if you remember this one, but it's the the game Crossfire. It no. was a board game. It had guns. And they like they hooked into the board and it shoot shot like like metal marbles, and or metal pellets. And there was like spinny things on the board, and you had to like you went against each other, and you had to spin the things into your goal. No, you don't. Oh my god, look up Crossfire. Crossfire was fucking awesome. Crossfire. That reminds me of reminds me of Hungry Hippos. Kind of like Hungry Hippos, but you shot little marbles back and forth to to hit like 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 air hockey, but with guns. Oh, cool. Yeah, crossfire. my mom probably didn't up. let me have that because it had guns in it. Yeah, probably not at all. <laughs> What's your next one? Uh, Playmobil. That's way older than '90s. Is it? Playmobil? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's way um, really old. 
Well, yeah, I don't. I see, I see like 60s and 70s Playmobil toys online for sale. Oh, all shit. Time. Well, I like the 90s iteration of Playmobil. That was like, that was like, <laughs> that was like Mega Blocks. It was like poor people's toys. Uh, what <laughs> about Connects? Connects was 90s. I didn't have Connects. I think Connects is actually older than 90s, too. No, no, Connects is not older than 90s because I Connects. looked it up today. I looked it up, Robbie. Came out in like 94. Really? 92. I looked it up. We looked it up, right? Will you pour. Will you put some more wine? <laughs> wine bitch. Wine bitch. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> connects. Yeah, I didn't remember connects, but I didn't. I didn't have any. Yeah. Well, my my mom, my mom is literally the best fucking yard sailor in the entire planet. She found me an entire like like box, like like huge box of connects for like five bucks. I played with that shit forever. Sounds good. My next one is GI Joes. I didn't have I didn't have the original iteration of GI Joes because those were in the '80s, but um, I had a lot of GI Joes. I had the big version GI Joes, which I think my mom still saved, like the really nice ones with the guns and like accurate uniforms and everything like that. But I also had the little three and three quarter GI Joes, and you know, light them on fire and melt them in the backyard, things like that. So GI Joes. Okay, Sid. (laughs) Thank you. fucking psychopath um well i only had two but now that we're talking when you mentioned crossfire i was like oh yeah fucking ga- like board game game yeah mousetrap uh, don't wake daddy that was <laughs> I fucking- that was 90s oh it had to have been 90s i i never had don't wake daddy i, I that loved later, that but- game i love don't wake daddy i begged my mom to get that shit for me you push the thing <laughs> you push the thing and the dad just fucking pops up all i wanted was for the hat to go flying advertising is an amazing thing advertising just fucking brainwashes you so hard when you're a kid <laughs> i love that game sure don't wake daddy that's a weird one to pick but okay i liked it obviously it stuck with me for this long so it came out in 1992. Yeah, I probably got it when I was like seven, seven or eight. Yeah. Don't wake daddy. Don't wake yeah, did, daddy. Didn't play that at all. Uh, so for my last couple, I have my Super Nintendo, which was a huge part of my childhood. I still play my Super Nintendo all the fucking time. Yeah. And then Transformers. So Like I didn't, action I didn't, figures or? Yeah. I didn't watch the show a whole lot as a kid, but like, because the show was from the 80s, but they still played it all the time and they had different yeah. iterations of it, but. I had, like, the actual Transformers toys, like, G1 Transformers, and I remember I had the Dinobots, like, Grimlock and Swoop and Sludge. I think I had a few Dinobots, to be honest. Yeah, because they were dinosaurs, and they were fucking awesome. I didn't realize until later, like, my mom would yard sale, too, and I think the the Transformers that I had were the G1 Transformers, which is the first generation of toys. And those things were fucking worth money. I didn't realize it. I was like, god damn, I think I had the original ones. I'm like, fuck, I wish I had That's why you never those. throw anything away, Robbie. That's why you can't <laughs> throw things away. My mom today yeah. was like, you better check those fucking Polly Pockets on eBay. See what they sell for. Like, <laughs> if you can sell them, you should do yeah. it. Sell some Polly Pockets. That's weird. Did you have a skip it? I almost put skip it on my honorable mentions. Damn it. It was, a girl, it was a girl's toy originally, I think, wasn't it? And then it kind of evolved into a let's not, unisex let's, toy. Let's but... not gendify. All right, here, Robbie. That's not a word. <laughs> I made it a word. Let's not genderfy. We are going to genderfy. I think genderfy no. is a word. Hey, no, you they just changed it again. Ones. You said genderfied. Now you said genderfied. Yeah. Well, I was just like just play, playing it cool. Genderfy. You were just... playing and playing it cool. 
This wine is really getting to me, Robbie. God I'm sweaty. Damn. No, this I don't is know just normal lore. This is normal lore. <laughs> yeah, this is you're right. You're wine. right. You're right. <laughs> you're just a train wreck garbage person. Uh, what about tech decks? Woo! Woo! Oh, tech decks. Oh, all right. Beanie Babies, all the craze. All right, I'm done. You go ahead. <laughs> you're done. Well, that just about wraps it up for this episode. You can find The Brew Interviews on our Instagram account at The Brew Interviews or on Twitter at Brew Interviews. You can also send us an email at thebrewinterviews at gmail.com or on Facebook under The Brew Interviews. And if you feel so inclined, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thebrewinterviews and become part of The Brew Interviews family, just like these few people. We have Hillary, Mitch, Steph, Karen, Danny, and Jess, thank you for supporting the show. And since it's May, that means it's Mental Health Awareness Month, and we've decided to donate our Patreon funds for this month to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And we are even working with our friends over at Wreck My Podcast, who will be joining us in doing the same. So if you would like, you can do a one-time or a rolling monthly donation to either the Brew Interviews or the Wreck My Podcast Patreon account, and I will leave a link in the description for where to find them. And if you like our stuff, be sure to check out their podcast as well. So like always, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. For the Brew Interviews, I'm Robbie, and she's Lauren. Good night. This has been the Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie. Equality!